0: I get what you're saying about distorted because the game got distorted essentially. Mm. It's like, you know, a whole new sound came in. Like mm. the South took over and that that was mm. the kind of sound. And a lot, especially in America, you know what I mean? Like a lot of New York MCs, that whole New York sound changed. Yeah. Everyone would do some like straight up trap music or bounce music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what was selling. That's what was getting views. That's what was getting it in. And it's like certain artists over there came in and kind of, I know loads of people stuck to the whole boom back thing and kept on that mm. rail. But certain artists came in in America and kind of revived that, re-sparked really yeah. that. So you had your Griselda's, you had your Rock Marcy's and, mm-hmm. and Eo, and mm-hmm. all these man. you know what I mean, coming in and, and straight up just doing some shit that mm-hmm. you or I would have listened to on a tape in 98 or a mob Deep beat or a wu
1: tank beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: you need the television app 24-7 mini documentaries podcasts live shows DJ live streams top 5 subscription packages plus products for all your podcasts and street culture sports download it from the app store for free today yo Nolan Poland records for underground classics nopolandrecords.com beatbox created and we need to talk- World music and street culture Podcast. Hang on here. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Killer Keller Podcast, live and direct, central London, or as central as what? Central as you need to be, you don't want to be anywhere else, alright? <coughs> um, big shout out to graffiti kings.co.uk, hold tight strain station.co.uk and big up big up nolpolandrecords.com for all your hits the future and more nostalgia most definitely in the house today yo if you've got the television app you know what it is the sporting art street culture mixes streaming the lot you go and get it free download iphone android the app and more television yo inside the house today is a very very special one for me and i hope it's a special one for you guys as well uh, it's 360 physicals for those of you that don't know it's my crew my peoples from 1997 onwards part of a bigger fraternity of the UK hip-hop scene that was building at its time for the likes of the Roots Maneuvers, the Shorty Blitz, the MKs and the more they were all orbiting around Soho Deal Real Records, Mr Bongos, Uptown, Wild Pitch, you name it this was the place to be back in the day but this is it us as a crew, 360 Physicals, we used to do our thing and now after 25 years we're finally pulling together we've got ourselves a wee album known as the Star Crown we're here to talk about all the legacies, all the old school, all the history for you guys. It may or may not have been there of it's time. We have cans, we have coasty with Johnny Verga, myself, Killer Kells. We're going to talk 360 physicals from back in the day. How are we doing, gentlemen? Yeah,
3: all good,
2: all good man. Uh-huh? All good. All good. That shit, that shit was an intro and a half, right? I mean, this is... Yeah,
3: yeah man, no, you like put it inch. down. Grand entrance.
2: <laughs> Grand entrance. Grand Imperial. Oh, yeah. It's an MC project, isn't it, essentially?
3: Yeah, four MCs, all putting it down, all led, uh, really showing what, what it's about from those days up to now.
2: And back in the day, it really was. When I think about those times, it was all seepure and beautiful and all very much about just getting up, jumping up and doing everything humanly possible to get ourselves noticed, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, think about it. Like You can put down the towns on, you know, the little towns that we just rolled up to, brought a vibe and just killed it I mean that was the essence of 360 physicals in the old school wasn't it man just turn up bring the vibe smash the jam yeah
2: very much so very much so and also hip hop in its essence wasn't just one, one thing as well I mean cans. I know you frequented in the, in the graph scene as much as you did in Boston bars and whatnot, wasn't
0: it there was a lot of things going on in London for its time yeah man Busy times, bruv. What? We're talking what, 97, 98? Was it you guys came together from what I know? Yeah, yeah. Of it?
3: Well, that period, 95, 96, like Platoon Crew, Frontline, 360 physicals. It was a progression of like heads linking together, connected around hip hop.
0: So that's the mad thing, is because it's kind of like parallels that, you know, I mean, I'm listening to hip-hop them times, obviously MC to drum and bass, whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. but you guys were actually in music and doing that. I'm on another side of it, like doing graffiti, whatever else it might be, but it's kind of mad that you know what i mean the culture brings us together in in ways that we're gonna unfold during this podcast baby. A
2: ball, a ball.
0: yeah but you know what it is as well no, like, i don't think hip-hop was particularly
2: like cutting edge for its time <coughs> there was a lot of things going on like garage and drum and bass and everything you know record stores back then in soho were really the identifiable places where you would meet up with people and hang out but there was loads of different genres there's loads of different stores and if it it feels crazy to think that some of the more upfront, you know, task force. Um, as I mentioned before, Roots Maneuver, definitely. Skinny Man, um, Big Up All The Mud Family. You know, the, these were these were still young and impressionable people that were just interacting and getting together in these, in these places, right?
3: Mm. No, definitely. <coughs> I mean, there's um, some mad characters we met through that scene, man. If you think of people like Maestro coming up, spitting their Maestro and Jargon when they were doing their thing, yeah. obviously task force and the whole Mudberry crew, all those guys, but just being around that, and ciphering weekly, I mean, just going to rep shows, open mics, all those kinds of things. It was a great training ground as MCs.
0: Yeah. I think that's the other thing. It's like what like, <coughs> well, you just mentioned, the other side of that, like where I'm from, everyone was into drum and bass, garage, whatever it is, jungle back in the day. And even like where you guys are talking about going to Soho and different record shops, mm. like One Street, you got this, that, you know what I mean? So I'd go to like Black Market Records back then and like, mm be almost fucking starstruck seeing Nicki Black Market. Like, that's the guy off the tape packs, you know what I mean? It was like, mm. so Jungle was our, our whole thing. It's like, almost for me, you know what I mean? It was Graf that bridged me into hip-hop. Like, mm. I listened to, like, Snoop and Easy e and that as a kid. Mm. But you know what I mean? It's like, that whole kind of era. It's a, it's a mad time, a defining time, those little years, pre-millennium. Yeah, I mean?
2: very much so. Very much so. Coastie, I mean, you and me actually, we, we go back a lot earlier than 360 physicals don't we i mean you know what i mean like we used to hang out a lot in brighton um used to come to my house you know as kids we used to just like practice and you know persevere on spitting bars right
1: yeah we used to used we used to kind of practice those freestyles together man Mm. it was yeah it predated a little bit, I think.
2: Mm. I think a lot of people are going to not be expecting me to be spitting bars on this. Song. No, I've
1: already been asked about that a few times. Whether it's the first time that, that 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 you've been spitting bars, I've been like, there were occasions beforehand. <coughs> it was, uh, yeah, we did we did that track with K Delight back in the day. Yeah,
2: big up K Delight, absolutely. Mm.
1: There was the Prime and Keller tapes. Yeah, way back. Yeah, like, but.
2: Yeah. And, and our stint with Marco Magic, where is Marco Magic? If you know Marco Magic is a, <laughs> Where in the world is
1: Marco Magic? Where
2: in the world is that Marco Magic? And just to put it into context for its time, like 360 physicals were at least 12 to 13 people deep. For its time, and if you were ever orbiting around Soho on a weekend, it'd be hard to avoid us. We literally would just be... All up in the place, all right.
3: Yeah, the activities list the activities, though, isn't it? We reach up there, Nolan Poland hit the spot, hit Mr. Bongo, go digging, ciphers in the street, go check graffiti. There were writers, there were DJs. It was like an original hip hop crew, and out of it has come some musicians who've gone on to great things, some artists who've done different things. And you know, this album is trying to encaps- encapsulate that, trying to take that spirit on, you know, like 360 physicals. Like, a lot of people probably won't even know where the where the name came from to be honest i was in it for time and i had to ask keller
2: <laughs> well uh so there's a book that's just about for you those of you are uh, watching uh, listening and watching i'm going to point up to the top of the board here um there's a uh, phase two book called uh, style writing from the underground which is a seminal book from from the 80s icon that is phase two um and in there there's a bunch of a page of ebonics of what certain things mean and uh yeah, there's physicals, which stands for friends in a circle, a close circle of friends. So I was like, well, well, then it's 360, 360 physicals. And that's that's kind of how that name came about. I don't think it was a name before, was it? I, don't, I can't remember.
3: No, man, the only other 360 physicals I've seen is 360 physicals, like physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Google, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you know... That's the one Kansas is about. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're ready for the 360 physicals.
2: That's what will happen next. We'll open some massage parlors and shit. Yeah,
3: man.
0: (laughs) Get the money coming in. Yeah,
2: exactly. I don't
1: think it was that kind of physical therapy. (laughs) Uh, All right, sorry. Yeah.
2: But that being said, though, Soho was very much about that back then. It was a
3: seedier place than it is now, wasn't it? Yeah, man. Models every every place. And it's like, okay... Do you know what? I don't really... Like, I lived with some sex workers later, so I have kind of got my stuff, my eyes opened. But like, I didn't know anything like that when I was in 360 physical coming down. I was like, well, there are models all over the place, man. Like, who's modeling up there? <laughs> like, I didn't have no idea. was a
0: fashion shoot up I had there. no idea what was yeah. going
3: on. But so I was like, okay, well, whatever. Let's mm-hmm. just get on. I was so obsessed with just getting there, mm-hmm. meeting you guys. Like, you know, we didn't even write that many tracks. It was more just like, okay, Go to a jam. Let's all get on. Let's all freestyle. Let's vibe. We didn't Let's write any tracks, did we? We wrote three tracks, man. you just forgotten. So where would you guys... Show me them. i have forgotten them too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: where would you guys do this stuff? Like, would you just cypher, like, out and about? Or, you know what I mean? Go to somebody's house or a studio?
3: All was... of the above, man. On the yeah. street, on the tube. Just make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like, in the wall in of Fame, like, we're checking out the graffiti. Had to yeah. be there. And then the, the Mecca was always wherever... Easy Free, DJ Graphics was, wherever his house was. Like, we'd always congregate, whether it's going through Burmese. checking all the Millwall fans on the way, or going to Golders Green, picking up some stuff from the bakery. We'd just be like, go to... Golders Green, did he do that? Yeah, he went to Golders Green, man. Mm, we, man you don't remember the cycles. Of... Oh, I went to Golders Green. I,
0: again, the parallels, bruv. The only times I've been Golders Green is, like, doing the yard there and, like, yeah. bush bombing and bushwhacking up there. Like, got yeah, yeah. mm. some mad stories on them, but we won't go into that on in this podcast. <laughs> bush... <laughs> I'll tell you, Bumsey and Bermondsey and the Golders Green,
2: I mean, these were formidable places. And back then, they weren't the kind of places you just couldn't readily it for unless you're going there specifically for a Especially
0: reason. Bermondsey back then, man. Yeah. yeah, Burmo's a different story, mate. Mm. Yeah man. So what how does that feel for you lot? Like you know what I mean? It's a mad cycle. It's like, you know, for you lot are doing this as a crew and now you're here like with an mm. album. You know what I mean? It's like
1: how yeah for you brother yeah how does it feel for you, yeah, how's like, it feel no, for you Ken? You know well
0: I mean? it, it, here's the thing, because i I've came into kind of an established crew right? yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. were were together yeah we've we've ran parallels, we're all from the same culture, the same kind of school
3: mm. yeah,
0: but it's like um. Yeah, it's mad when you lot know each and then and, and it. What's even crazier is it? Yeah, tell these people like how many how many members did you guys have back in the day? Well,
2: like it was at thirteen or fourteen at least on any given weekend. We never made
0: an official count, did
2: we? No. no, there was a couple of photos where we even excelled our own <laughs> expectations on yeah, our numbers. Yeah. Right.
0: So now, so yeah, three OG MCs. You three. And Kong, who's the producer, yep, who's inside the house. Big shout out to Kong, Noel Cullen yep. Records. Kong the Artisan, so he's made all of the music on the album, produced yeah. every track. But
2: he's also know. like DMC champion himself as a DJ, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. DMC's say that again, Lady you take again. Cats. What was it again?
1: Second. UK Team DMC's 2002 <sighs> with the Flirty Cats
2: there it is, is. Yeah. he's in Hong Kong at the moment which is why he ain't here that's why he ain't here to uh, to uh, have a chat with us but uh, he's here, here in spirit
0: <laughs> yeah Gareth Easy Free as well you know yeah. what I mean that's another member that...
2: yeah that's right Beatmaker in his own right plus DJ and and uh, Archivist of uh, of graffiti, um, with a magazine called Heavy Gyroscope.
0: Phenom- phenomenal <laughs> camera operator as well, man. Yeah, you man. You know, like the Not Buying It video that you lot might have seen, the Do You Know Who You're Fucking With video. That's all easy free on the cameras there. Mm. So there's a lot of ad- adaptability within the crew. You know what I mean? Well, but yeah, we're also yeah. we're also from different at its
2: time. We were from the outside looking in, like like yourself. You're from South Coasty. Was from South Coast. Um, John uh, and Lexkey and all the other guys, big up our people's realms of rhyme, you know, Bays and Stoke and Red in Berkshire way. And then me, I was Sussex, you know, I was, I was mm. like Gatwick area. So we weren't actually in mm. Crawley, Creole mm, yeah. type. Creepy, Crawley. <coughs> but we weren't in the mix like that. So we had to come <laughs> in. So the moment we came in, it was almost like we were a little bit more hungrier than perhaps some of the other people because we... we we were coming in yeah, without that ending. go back out after that yeah. so you
0: get your drop of it and go Yeah, what I'm saying you know what I mean like where I live for example you could just tune in on your on your radio FM yeah. and you get cool FM Don FM up front you get all these stations like easy you yeah, yeah. sit there with your little tape pack Yeah. you know what I mean phone in the little mobile number boom hear your name come back over the radio shout your mate down the road your mate yeah. down the road shouts you back out you know what I mean yeah 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 it's yeah, yeah. like a like yeah I get I get what you're saying it's just mad because I'm leaning into the culture in one direction there you lot are like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and, and in the way that builds it's, builds, it's like laying these bricks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's you know, in the end, made you who you are as Killer Keller. Yeah. You guys as artists, you know what I mean? And it's like that little foundation of being interested in something. It's kind of like yeah, going that extra mile, you know what I mean? 100%. 100%. It's more that it's... It, and it's more telling for people to come out from outside of
2: London. That attitude of um, and ambition is a, a very different one. It's not that I'm... I'm not suggesting that anyone in London is by any means complacent. It's just it's there on the doorstep.
0: It's this in London, guys. Yo <laughs> um, <No, I'm> f-
2: <laughs> While we're on the subject, like Johnny, like I think it'd be a good opportunity for you to ex- explain your story. Like where where did you begin? Because you know, Reading is a scene back then. I remember like Alley Cat mm-hmm. and all those different venues. But you know, you, you've got a history, and you know, you're really well known in the in the Berkshire area with with some of the. Op- you know you projects know what, you've done
3: sometimes where it makes you wonder when people know you because like actually you think well what have i put out that's that's touched you in that way but like um back in the day um i grew up in a house with my big bro who was a um a hip-hop head in the original the 80s i'm talking like they used to go to the shows see all the Def jam artists when they came over and like he used to rhyme and i was like good with words so i just started rhyming from an age but like I didn't really get into it until I met Lexi, who was a 360 member. Um, Lexi, I was playing basketball a lot of the time. Lexi was down at the court, and uh, there's little stories about that. And he was, you know, someone who was just always paranoid. And I'm like, why are you so paranoid? And I think in some aspects, he was connecting to the music to the stuff he's going through in his life. So, um, you know, after I disarmed him, I was like, okay, let's uh, let's get on with it. Let's let's make some music. Lex introduced me to freestyling and I started freestyling a lot that ended up me linking with you guys doing stuff freestyling everywhere doing that throwing to everyone's uh uh sickness and then after that like it was just like okay did a little tour of you that time did some other stuff in different countries and whatever and it's been just making music since man mm. i make music that's what i do like you brought up an interesting point there that I feel yeah, we should that? let the people know. What's that? It's
0: like how you guys linked together. Because okay. back then, there's no mobiles, there's yeah. no social media. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean?
2: It's true, man. It's true. There was literally nothing, was there?
3: Yeah, it's like, how did that happen? Let, let, let these guys know. I wasn't really... I'm a passenger in that, man. Like, um, in terms of how I linked, I linked, like, Lex would go, oh, there's these people you should link up with. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll give it a go. And they yeah. seem cool. So, yeah. yeah, I'll run.
2: But generally, it'd be like an 11 o'clock call uh, at... Deal Real Records Because mm-hmm. the moment We all met there mm-hmm. It was on And from there It was just like If we lost anybody En route Then we lost them But nine times Out of ten We just all kind of Stuck together As a huddle the major yeah.
1: message On Friday night Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah Deal Real yeah yeah, yeah 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 11 o'clock
0: Tomorrow morning Yo so, even then, For like, real Rewind the tape Like you know, what I mean, what I'm getting at is like, what, what was it, Hip Hop Connection magazine? Oh yeah, for real. Where you guys, you know, what I mean, there's no socials, there's no mobiles, you can't text somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So These guys, you know what I mean? Tell them how I you. I think guys I think the majority initially... of
2: us. Yeah, I think the majority of us, um, had Hip Hop Connection as a bit of a monthly bible that that gave us an insight into who's doing what and where it might be. And there was a connections section in the back of the in the back of the magazine saying, you know, it's like a classifier for people that wanted to start up. Cruise and shit, and I remember on at least more than two or three occasions I'd reach out to people and they would end up being part of 360 Physicals. It was
1: like the slowest Facebook page ever, yeah. Kind of yeah. Like. Basically, <laughs> it took about two weeks to get a reply, yeah, because yeah. that's straight up <laughs> snail mail, is not it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Post yeah, an ad, something like that. The post office, put a stamp, write yeah, yeah, yeah. a letter, put some kind of tags in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Is that how we connected? Is that how we and me yeah, yeah,
1: was it? We definitely connected through that. Fucking oh, hell That's we? like
0: old school like You remember like I can like, still pen remember your or?
1: postal address mate I can still remember the postal address If I ever want to send your mum a Christmas card I can probably still remember
0: it <laughs> Big old mumsy Yeah
2: oh, fucking Big hey. old mumma killer Didn't know that Yeah but that that's a the thing. Postcode, R8 <coughs> or something Yeah yeah
1: But it's its yeah, what Put it
0: out,
2: It's then, what much. It's what <laughs> <laughs> <like something. laughs>
0: so Get stitches y'all.
2: <laughs> But yeah it's, It was so common to to deal with those things on a um, on a real time level of well you're not gonna you know you're not gonna get a DM like that mm. and it also goes far as to say as well it's also within the craft um, in on social media it's almost a given that you get this information that allows you to just be a graph writer and exercise the exposure yourself of being a graph writer even though you may not be particularly good or great it's the same with breakdancing and shit like that mm-hmm. like back then you actually had to be really good you had good. to be out there <laughs> yeah. you also had
0: to be there you had to be out and yeah. about in order to meet other people whatever especially with graffiti you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. that's how you came across people essentially mm-hmm. was being on the line yeah. but the same with you lot you know what I mean you go going yeah. to them events what is it you say in the hook at uh, the beginning of uh, Style Crown Best night, yeah
3: that's what he's talking Stratford about Rex, Stratford
2: Rex, Fresh, 98. Fresh 98. Oh, yo, Do you remember Fresh Night Eight? I mean for those of you That were there In the UK scene Fresh Night Eight was A huge one Do you remember We were just freestyling And battling each other outside Before we even got in the venue Of Stratford Rex
3: Yeah yeah No definitely I remember Coles getting Into a few battles there man And I remember linking up With like Rugged Ezra From Vinyl Dialects he, he smacked it. I don't know if he's battling Chester outside then. Chester P. Because, like, they had real. A, a real link afterwards. Like, there was a real meeting of minds of them guys afterwards. Big yeah. up both of them, obviously. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I just remember, you know, Jess was there. I remember, like, there was a lot of Scottish guys that were there. There were so many different people that were just all, you know, tr- descending on on East London, Stratford. Mm-hmm. And, and then one getting in there, I barely remember much in the venue. It was more about what was... Do you know what I mean? It was so...
1: Yeah. I've got very very few memories of what actually happened in Fresh Nonia. I remember the incredible Scratch Pickles were there. Mm. I remember some crazy Danish breakdancing crew. Mm. But apart from that, all my memories and the queue outside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of it's
0: the social side,
2: do you know what I mean? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. big time. Um, you and me, Cans, we met in a... In a a little bit late and this is how yeah way on.
0: way further on but yeah that's what's interesting again it's like the same kind of venue like stratford Rex. i'm going there to jungle raves mm. and whatnot whatnot yeah so back then yeah I'd, I'd listen to like us hip-hop but you know as ignorant as it sounds like i didn't know a lot about uk hip-hop like at all back mm. then you know what i mean and it's kind of like it's interesting where it kind of wh- when you do enter that world and you see these guys and what they're because I think I heard, I remember back in the day, like the first thing that caught my ear or our ears was when Task Force did a thing, I think it was Simon Says remix. Yeah. Oh, my God. Graft the bus up. up. Yeah, yeah that's huge. And we, and I was like, what the
1: fuck? like, yeah,
0: yeah. And I was like, hold on, these these guys are like rad. And I was like, these these men have got to be writers. Certain men have got to be on yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's mad like that, isn't it? How the culture just crosses over, brother. It will pull you in either one way or another. And, and you're all in the same pool, essentially. Is that
2: how? So how did you get into the rap side of things? Because you, like you said, you're into you were into more like the street stuff, the graph stuff, the the drum yeah. and bass. So how graph, did you get into
0: that? Not, I mean, my, my thing essentially like was jungle MC, and that's the first thing like I've done rapping and shit since I was a kid. But I remember like hearing a fucking skibber lyric about the cars, uh, fucking Cavalier Ocala Libra. Mm. You know Auto what trader. I mean? Yeah, enter Auto Trader exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Skibble <up, laughs> like, supplier. Yeah. Brother, I wrote that thing out, yeah. My mate, <clears throat> we was just, like, go to a party and they just MC that. And people be, like, cheering it as if it's ours, even though they knew Cool yeah, FM yeah, yeah. and they knew whose lyric yeah, yeah. it was. Do you know what I mean? And that, that gave me a little feel for it. I started writing lyrics to that sort of stuff. It's like a salute that you uh, that you knew it more so than it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like someone's there to perform it live for them, mm-hmm. you know. It's like a fucking uh, tribute act yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, they call yeah, yeah. them. But, um, yeah, and then it, it, it evolved. Like, I was listening to a lot of US hip-hop, like I say. And I remember like, yeah, the first 16 I wrote, bruv, I was listening to Westwood and uh Jadakus was on there with his solo album, like first first thing off that with that uh put your hands up song. Mm. It's the J A D A. I got beef with the feds in the D A. Bro, and I heard that shit mm. and I was like, bro, it blew my mind. I've been listening to hip hop years for them. I was just like, again, learned that learned that verse. And mm. I was like, you know what, like, I'm writing my own shit. I just took his flow to start writing my own words. Bang, and bang. that was my first thing. And then yeah, me being me, bruv, like wanting to take things to a level. So then it was like, yeah, let me get into a studio. Let me go record. Let me do this. Mm-hmm. Dropped to like a little mixtape. I remember walking around with my boy Dame, big up Dame. We'd walk around. Tight, I got all these CDs printed up and and burnt up and like walking around Brixton and that fucking just handing out CDs. Sick. I remember like, he probably wouldn't have remembered it, but we ran into like Shorty Blitz. I think it was Big Ted back then, bruv. Mm. And we're like giving them these CDs and like... I remember even off the back of that, I just this was all free. You know what I mean? A lot of people these days, yeah, sell yeah. CDs, whatever, whatever. But I knew nobody knows me, so I need to just put push this into people's faces. Mm. I had a, like a little mobile number on the back, like whatever. Oh, thinking old school. like feedback or bookings or whatever the fuck, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were texting on the line going, yo, your shit is sick. And people are like, quoting the bars in the text messages. They didn't have to do that shit. That's sick. But yeah. it gave me a confidence as an MC, bruv. Because mm. I was like, I've done this with Jungle. I've like stood up there. I remember going to like a uh, temple. I think it was a uh, dreamscape rave, bruv. And a load of man then was there, like a lot of Norwood men and DFL heads. And um, I don't know what had happened that night, but some MC weren't there or some shit. Brocky's on the decks. The mic was open. Boom, everyone starts touching this mic, bruv. What? Boom, boom, boom. Like, obviously, man, them been emceeing for years Mm -hmm. at parties, so everyone's got bars and and dropping them off. Avon's there, all of them and them. Anyway, thought nothing of it, and a couple of weeks later, this geezer's texting me. He's like, yo, you lot are on Brocky's tape. Ruh, ruh, no ruh, way! Ruh, ruh. You got yeah. on the tape, brother. He's like, oh, you Ooh, got shout outs left, right, and No, no, no! I was like, no way! And brother, it was in the published tape pack. Remember uh, them tape packs yeah, yeah, on yeah. the cover?
1: But, you know I mean? Again, Beautiful. it gives Beautiful.
0: you that confidence, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of got into rap and MCing and, and and enjoying that side of it. That's
2: fucking incredible! Like, we'll talk about parallel to us, and and then, and that's how we we bucked because. Of of all the kind of
0: South activity that you know, yeah. big up on FDC. Yeah, no shout them. to Gusto, bro. At the end mm. of the day, like that guy, yeah, big up, Gusto. He puts people together, connecting people. I <laughs> should call him one to one, like Eric's son. Gusto. <laughs> you know how it's done. Here, <laughs> <Hi-ya>. yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's like I used to graph with Gusto, roll mm. about with them lot, and that's how I came down like Sussex sides. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's how and then you know what I mean you you like they say all city, mm. you'd be everywhere. You'd be more than all city. Because you'd be in fucking Brighton, you'd be Ooh. in fucking Birmingham, you'd be everywhere. Moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd be smashing your city, but you'd be branching out. Kent, all of them fucking ends. Uh, yeah. And that's how in the end, I think Gusto knew you, obviously. 2001, that was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honest. I think, and I think we didn't see you for years and then Gusto had a big party 2008 or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then butted up with you and it was like, rah, da, yeah. da, da, and then George was about Porge One, shout out to Porge one. one. And big Doe up, Boy. Doe Boy, DJ <laughs> Doe. That's right. You know what I mean? And then, them times, you know what I mean? That mm. brought that together and it was kinda like that's when you were doing real things then on yeah. like music levels and industry and you had the, yeah. the whole beatbox accolades mm. and everything else. Yeah, that
2: came that came with the uh that came with the natural trajectory of like if it wasn't for three sixty physicals, I wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't yeah. have happened. And that's
0: my point, you know what I mean? That you lot have all started these foundations as people that just had passions for the music, mm. for like the culture, whatever, whatever angle it was, you know what I mean. And mm. then, you know, who who would have thought? Like, and then you're on a fucking stage with Snoop with fucking Snoop at the award mm. shows and fucking mm. with Pharrell and fucking Prince, mm. Prince, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> in a good stead with Killer Kelly. You tuned y'all tuned in the right show today. Yeah, Let me just okay. tell you that. Yet.
2: Do you think, guys? Do you think that? The style Crown album, just you know as a body of work do, do you think it takes people back to an era of uh of musical nostalgia or do you think it's a use of skill sets that perhaps have been slightly uh, s- uh, uh di- what's the word distorted <coughs> The, the, the levels in which we're coming in from are of an of a, are of a time where that shit, the standards, the skill set really did matter. Do you think we put that? Do you think that's conveyed in that album of a time?
3: I think we're just trying to put out an album that works in the now. Like it's got those beats and it's got that feeling. But you know, there's plenty of kids who are coming out with that. Like when you look at Tremendous or you look at Lord Apex or you look at Kofi Stone or Coops they're doing the same thing, man. And it's, it's it's respect to that. The album is like, it's got that feeling that if you were there in 95 or you were there in 92, you'll feel those beats because Kong knows that because he's, you know, grown in that. He's seasoned. You can see the rings in his fingers. Do you know what I mean? He's like an oak tree or something. And it's like, um, that's what we're doing. We're just a, we've just just built an album based on skills, like you say. And I don't think it's been, I think it's been distorted by some in the culture, but like, you know, there's plenty of people who are just real and and there are people who are real who've managed to make success out of this as well. Mm. So like
1: well, those
3: can't... are the people that sorry man, no, go on. those are the people that um we would consider as peers or what we're shooting for here. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. The, of course, like I when I hear your influences or I know Coast's influences, Coast is a top lyricist. Do you know what I mean? He's so, a sniper in the game. The sniper in the game, one of the people I look up to. Kansas brought something to the table that I was like, okay, that we, we didn't realize we needed, and it's actually added to it. Like a fuck, like the flavor for it has been amazing. So it's kind of like okay. What we do in here and me, like I'll do whatever I feel like on a track. That's fine.
2: Versatility is crazy from singing right way through to just your poet the poetic level of what you do,
3: you know. Cool. Thanks, man. But it's just like we do oh, a what... pleasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like we so... do whatever we gotta do, but it's just more like Yeah, the album is that. It's like it's not just nostalgia, man. Like nostalgia is is great, but like if I want nostalgia, I'll still go for I'll still go for you Track know or something like that ill grammar I was thinking King Juss that's what I like you know what I mean yeah, Like yeah. it's like it'll be a little thing do you know what I mean yeah. or Loop Troop's first album or something you know what I mean it'll be like something that's just personal like that so I don't you know that nostalgia thing is there but we got something that I think speaks to the now yeah. I call it I call it a modern day renaissance
0: bruv mm. do you know what I mean it's uh, mm. It's the classic yeah, yeah, it's the classic but you're bringing it in a modern kind of you know what I mean like it Essentially mm. No Anything we're doing Is new It's 2022 mm. We're writing new songs We're we're using beats They might be of a certain Elk or sound mm. But it's like Yeah I get what you're saying About distorted Because the game got distorted Essentially mm. It's like you know, a whole new sound came in. Like, the mm. South took over, and that that was mm. the kind of sound. And a lot, especially in America, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of New York MCs, that whole New York sound changed. Yeah. Everyone would do some, like, straight-up trap music or bounce music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what was selling. That's what was getting views. That's what was getting it in. And it's like certain artists over there came in and kind of... I know loads of people stuck to the whole bap thing and kept on that mm. rail but certain artists came in in America and kind of revived that, re-sparked really yeah. that. So you had your Griselda's, you had your Rock Marcy's and mm-hmm. and, and E.O. and mm-hmm. all these man, you know what I mean, coming in and, and straight up just doing some shit that mm. you or I would have listened to on a tape in 98 or a Mob Deep beat or a yeah, U- yeah, Wu-Tang yeah, yeah, yeah. beat. And um for us coming up and growing up in that school, it feels good to kind of Breathe on those beats again. Yeah, on that yeah. sound, and and then bring that back as well. Obviously, loads of UK people have been holding that sound down from day dot, mm. but you know what I mean. It's like kind of like, yeah, when you've never veered away from it, and you, and you come with an album in 2022, mm. it's got its place to fit right into that. And um, uh,
2: Coasty, I just want you add value to that because uh, going back to the originators of the sound, and we we cannot go without saying that you you had the opportunity to work with Mark B. Um, you you had you were definitely forging rest in peace, and you were definitely forging a sound at the time of when that first generation of boom bap was part of the UK sound, um, and like as as cans mentions, you know nowadays it's almost like um it's it's almost having a, a second wind. With the Griseldas, with um, the Hoolies, with the Sunny Jims, big up all them, man. So they got Sunny. Yeah, I'd like to get your your perspective on that, particularly as you you were working with some of the pioneers of its time.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I was never a UK hip hop only people. There were certain purists back in the days, but but when we were in the record shops, we were buying the US stuff. We were buying the 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 the. A, a bit of both we weren't we weren't restricting ourselves to either we weren't straight up u s we weren't straight up u k which gave us a good kind of grounding on everything on the scene um but but yeah me and mark never had any any tracks out we 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 talked about it mm. we 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 had a few experiments, but nothing that ever came of fruition but yeah i mean the the new album we've got i think people can be very accepting that it is something that's very true to us it's got a little bit of something that will spark a bit of reminiscing in in, in the people that have been along as around as much as we have yeah. um, and it's got something for the people that are 20 years younger in the game than we are mm. so I can't even remember what your question was no <laughs> no
2: you've hit the you've hit no, the nail it on head, head, the yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> it's, it's kind that, of there that, exactly. so the only thing to conclude is like you got to go and check out that album Star Crown is the one
3: of- October. Say that again, say that again. Star Crown, 13th of October, Nolan Poland Records, go get the vinyl. We got, what, four colours? Yeah. We got four colours, we got, like, custom vinyl, all kinds of stuff. Go check Tapes 2? Cassette tapes. tapes. Cassette tapes, yeah, 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 analog. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. One time only.
1: Some test presses if we... <laughs> test questions <manually laughs> man. If, if, if oh, you are gonna have to. Gonna have to have to test a... them first. Yeah, Hang on. Sold out before hmm. yeah, we get there.
2: I yeah, but, yeah, yeah it's 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 a, it's an opening into a world. Of- that took 25 years for us to come together and pull something like this um, uh, in, in, into play so it's it's a seminal for me personally um, especially of an era when I was rapping and not beatboxing this has been a lot of fun and it's good to reconnect with you guys man yeah, yeah, it's, exactly, it's a well. beautiful thing you know? I think that's
0: what it is if, when you've got a passion for this stuff and you love the music mm. and you love those beats and you listen to bars and you're into that stuff then you know what I mean why the hell not drive that all the way home if you've mm. got that fire burning inside you in your belly then then it's got to be done. This was a natural progression, bruv. That's right. you know what I mean. So the
3: soundtrack to that story. Like the story of, like, okay, coming you guys. through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The soundtrack of that. And then what it is now. Like coming through with skills as, Ooh. you know, a little big man, coming through and spitting something that's hard and something that's real and Ooh. something that's effective. And if you're feeling that, then go check it.
2: That's yeah, the ticket, 100%. baby. That's the ticket, ladies and gentlemen. Killer Keller podcast out like it was out of fashion. He's my fucking peoples. Three sixty physicals. Go check us out. You heard, huh? Um, sharing is caring. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Do not sleep on this. Repeat. I uh, repeat. Do not sleep on this. Repeat. Uh, yo. Take care of yourselves. Nice one, gentlemen.
3: Nice one.
2: Peace. Peace.